Welcome to Recently Logged, where this week, we enter the Florpus. Greetings, Earthlings, and welcome to the podcast known as Recently Logged. Where we're talking about the movies, again. Yes, the <laughs> the human movies. <laughs> Why did we pick American movies? Those filmmakers <laughs> made by humans, humans, which I am one. <laughs> I don't see where this bit is going. <laughs> I was just going to go for the whole intro. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> That's all. Um, well, hello, everyone. Hi. Uh, I'm Robbie. And I'm Micah. And we're we're talking about the movies again. Yeah. In case it wasn't apparent. Uh, and I mean, you probably couldn't <laughs> couldn't get it from from the. I mean, maybe you get it from the intro if you know of the movie, uh, and maybe my little my little bit if you know of the thing. The thing. Uh, but this this week we're talking about uh, Invader Zim. Enter the Florpus. Yeah. Yeah. It's a movie. Never we're gonna talk about. We it. had never watched any Invaders in. Yeah, so. if you can even believe it, we had never seen the show or anything like that. I, I think it was just a show. Yeah, we had for, heard. For a long, long we had time. heard good things about the movie. Yeah, and we wanted to turn it on, and, and we did, and we did, <laughs> and then we then we watched it again, and now we're here <laughs> in your ears right now. Indeed, we are. We're live in your ears, wow. even though we're recording. We're live, <laughs> pre-recorded in but your ear. <laughs> so it's live right. We're now. right now. <laughs> That's how time works. We're speaking to you in the future. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> let's let's uh, tell you what you need to know about Invader Zim, Enter the Florpus. Let's do it. All right. Invader Zim, Enter the Florpus is a TV movie uh, rated TV Y7 fantasy violence. The best rating, uh, honestly. <laughs> came out in 2019. It is an hour and 11 minutes. Its little IMDb description is Zim discovers his almighty leaders never had any intentions of coming to Earth, and he loses confidence in himself for the first time in his life, <laughs> which is the big break for his human nemesis. Just like Dib. me, for real. <laughs> Dib. And that's that's the whole, that doesn't really tell you anything. It but... Yeah, it doesn't really tell you anything about the plot, but you know, oh. that's like the beginning of the movie. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, boy. I should have looked at names before that. <laughs> oh, no. My God, not again. <laughs> its cast features Richard Stephen Horvitz. Horvitz, yeah. Um, cool. Cool Ricky name. Ricky Simmons. Ricky Simmons. Andy Berman. Wow, these are very easy. Melissa Fawn. <laughs> Roger Bumpus. Oh, yeah. It is directed by... And I apologize for these, these name pronunciations <laughs> beforehand. I am not meaning to mispronounce these if I am... Uh, Hai Young Jung, Young Kuen Park, and what, what, what about this one? We've got. Uh, oh no. <laughs> Jonan Vasquez? Vasquez? Uh, yeah, that's probably. I, I don't know. That's. <laughs> It's I'm sorry. To correct. <laughs> I'm, I'm butchering so many names here. Also written by Jonan Vasquez yeah. and. Breen Burns. Nice. And Eric Trueheart. Trueheart. That's a very easy last name compared to compared the to ones. the compared to the rest for my for my I American. I was about to say the American brains. My American brain, my American knowledge of names. But those are all all the facts you need 
you need to know about the you don't need to know anything else nobody nobody else did anything with the movie that's it <laughs> those are all the people that's it that's that's it no never look it up no don't look it up <laughs> don't do it don't do it you don't want to you don't want to do it they they'd never have done anything else <laughs> there's nobody else working on this the, those are the basic facts so robbie uh in your opinion uh <laughs> my opinion what, what how good is invader zim enter the florpus what are, what are your thoughts invader zim enter the florpus was a pleasant surprise i will say i i had heard good things back when it came out in 2019 for those who don't know i, I you might have mentioned it in the basic facts but it is I a did. netflix original film. oh i didn't mention that but yes, um, yeah, Netflix produced this. I was a little skeptical of it, obviously, because, I mean, Netflix movies, in my experience, most of the time their original stuff hasn't been, like, mind-blowing, especially when it's kind of like, a, this kind of seemed like a revival of, like, it, it's like nostalgia bait, really, is kind of what I saw it as. Yeah. Um, you know, Invader Zim, classic cartoon, whatever. I've never seen it. <laughs> I, 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 I don't even know when it was on air. Yeah, I don't know. I think it was it was a Nickelodeon show, I believe. Um, this is a Nickelodeon movie, so I would assume. Yeah. But I, I anyway, <laughs> long story short, it's a great movie that uh, unexpectedly kind of blew me away. It uh, has a great... Uh, mastery of like animated physical comedy um, it's really well written well paced all of the characters are just a joy to watch um, the lighting's great the art direction's great uh, you know it's it's just a it's a very colorful alive movie you know yeah I, I like it a lot also uh, Invader Zim was on it started in 2001 okay and also has an 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. The show? Yeah, the show. <laughs> okay. Maybe it's time to watch the show. I mean, I I've heard nothing but good things about the show, too. All right. If it's, any, <laughs> if it's anything like the movie, I'm sure I'll probably enjoy it. But yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean... It's I, great, yeah. I agree with all of that. I mean, I was I was blown away from, like, the first five <laughs> minutes of the animation. Right? Like, the animation in this so is, is gorgeous to look at and Man. really, really funny. Like It's they, one of the best-looking 2D animated movies I've seen, like, in recent years. Yeah. And, and they, that's, and they that's do, saying something. They do so much with such good animated <laughs> physical comedy. There right. are so many moments that if it wasn't for the animation, it just wouldn't be as funny. Uh, but it's consistently funny. Right. It's a really fun, concise story that, you know, it, it's simple, but it feels simple enough to, like, really work for this kind of a movie. Absolutely. Um, the characters are all, like, so much fun. <laughs> Again, the lighting, the animation, just everything that's, like, good about 2D animation is great in this. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> it, it knows exactly when to, like, abstract stuff and exactly when not to. It... it it, it has whatever the animators did they had a very concrete understanding of like animated comedy and i can appreciate that <laughs> so yeah I, I give it a four and a half out of five i also give it a four and a half out of five now let's talk a little bit a little bit further about it further. Rebbe, do you have any do you have any questions to to break us in um i, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> you'd think you'd think after all this time i would have prepared something you'd think that we finished watching the movie like 30 minutes um, ago. <laughs> okay, here's a, here's a question. Uh, one that I asked myself after I watched it the first time. I, I looked in the mirror and I asked myself <laughs> this question every morning. <laughs> um, how do you think the lack of knowledge of like Invader Zim previously, because this is like a legacy sequel kind yeah. of thing to the show, 
Um, how do you think that affects how you view the movie? Because I, I don't know. It's it's very interesting because yeah. <laughs> like um, with anything like this, it's it's different. We just even like we just watched the uh, the Bob's Burgers movie. Yeah, just yesterday, very first time, <laughs> um, and we had never watched Bob's Burgers. Never so seen it's the kind show. Of, it's kind of a similar thing, even though again, this is more of like a legacy sequel kind of thing. Yeah, because it came so. F- but like farther after it yeah whereas bob's burgers is still running yeah it's still on the air so. um but like it definitely is interesting coming from something like this because they knew that not all of the audience for this movie was inherently going to know everything about the show yeah it's so a it, it's a netflix original movie a lot of like five-year-olds on yeah, their ipads are gonna it, watch this it never it never relies too much on previous knowledge and it mm-hmm. does actually a really good job in the beginning especially on setting up just concisely everything you need to know about all of the characters and all of the dynamics. Yeah. Which is really cool because, again, like, Invader Zim's entire shtick is he thinks he's amazing always and never is. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, Dib thinks he's an awesome action hero and <laughs> never is. <laughs> exactly. Um, but, like, it plays so quickly and i think that's kind of like the writing that's really impressive with this movie is everything is so concise and so kind of neatly well done on a small scale that you like automatically know exactly (laughs) who dib is you automatically know exactly what kind of character zim is what he wants like who all of these characters are and their dynamics within like the first five minutes of the movie i was about to say the anime intro is really a really a clever way to do that uh like open the movie and establish all of the like rules of the universe and character dynamics and everything it's it's a it was a good decision yeah, so it's was, a really good so, so i was gonna say well i think this movie would probably be very interesting if i had been like a long time fan of the show because i'm sure it's a like with the way it treats everything, I'm sure it's not like super in your face, but it's more like, oh, look at all this stuff. It's yeah. all the Invader Zim stuff, if you know <laughs> Invader Zim. And if not, it's like, oh, wow, look at all this stuff. This is cool. Yeah, it's, it's cool <laughs> or funny or whatever. You know, it's it's a it's a very engaging movie and I can appreciate that. The only the only moment because see here in Bob's Burgers, there are several moments where they reference something specific about previous stuff. Yeah. And I think the only moment that I can think of where that like obviously happens in this is the ship. Yeah, the spaceship. Because it's, cause it's and about everything. a character yeah. that we have never seen or know anything about. It's that character's spaceship. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, at least I I I do agree that like yeah, that's like the only thing. But even then, they set it up earlier in the screenplay. Right. And so everything. it's not I'm like not, it's yeah. not like it's just a spaceship out of nowhere. They literally <laughs> set up the fact that it's from his previous adventures with Zim. Exactly. I don't know. I I don't know why they made such an impeccably written screenplay for the Invader Zim Netflix original movie. <laughs> well, it's really cool because you mentioned uh, not in this, but like mm-hmm. you, I don't think anyway. It was during the podcast. I, I can't remember it's if, if it's in between <laughs> segments or not. But you mentioned incredible Shrek Two. Shrek Two. Shrek Two, which is another very very good animated comedy. We've yeah. actually talked about it we on did here an before. On it. <laughs> um, and Shrek Two is kind of. It has very similar comedic vibes in the fact oh, yeah. that Shrek 2 is never really... Now, granted, Shrek 2 is a lot more complicated of a script than this. Yeah, it is. Um, but it's never really, like, at any given moment, any given scene, doing any more than exactly what it's presenting in that scene. 
Yeah. Which allows it to have a ton of really funny constant jokes tacked on. I was about to say, there's just like a constant stream of jokes in every scene of Shrek 2. And so, <laughs> so I think there's like, I think this kind of writing is very like important for a comedy to be this funny if it's this kind of a comedy. Yeah. Um, because you can't have too much going on to just have no. this kind of joke. I was about to say they they I I tried to keep track of it this past time. I and I think they try and throw in a like at least like one physical joke every other shot at the very least, <laughs> and it's it works and very it works well. really, and they're like consistently. You're just like <laughs> exactly. I was about to say Zim will make a goofy face, and I'll be like, ah, oh, that's so goofy. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's really, it's a really kind of like a testament to the animation and to the writing, like combined for this movie. It's very impressive. I feel so bad for Netflix's animation department. <laughs> <laughs> They're able to produce something this good, Micah. Dude, they've, they, see, and I was going to say this when you were mentioning Netflix original movies yeah. before. I was like, the one exception to that, I think, is like Netflix 2D animation. What do you mean? Like their 2D oh, like mo- the quality of Netflix movies? Yeah. yeah. See, their 3D animation is usually just like trash 3D. Yeah, just like Produced cheap. for kids. Yeah. It's it's just cheap. It's whatever. Yeah. But they've produced, because they have a lot of, <laughs> they had a lot of really good really animators. Really talented 2D animators. Really talented writers and animators. <laughs> and like they've, they've produced some really impressive stuff oh, in absolutely. the 2D department. Yeah. Even something like the Cuphead show. Its oh, animation yeah. is beautiful. The Cuphead show rocks. Um, <laughs> so like. I don't know. It makes me sad. Why Netflix? Why? Why, Why would you do this to us? Because because Squid Games too. Squid Games and real and real life Squid Games competition must happen. I was Revy. about to say, Micah, you walk up to the Netflix animation department. They're lying on the ground. You're like, Netflix, what happened? Squid Games. And it would be true. And it would be accurate. That's what. That's actually what happened. So that's pretty good. <laughs> Thanks Netflix. Thanks Netflix. Man. Um, Mm. <laughs> but yeah, I, what do you think of of the ensemble cast? Ensemble cast, honestly, 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 <laughs> there are there, there's so many good vocal deliveries here, like just so many, <laughs> and they're all like just like pitch perfect. They all mesh together really well. well. I was thinking about it too. Like, there's not really like a huge ensemble. No, cast. it's it's only like four or five people, <laughs> I think, for most of the movie. Because you have the family, that's that's three people. Mm-hmm. Zim, his his part what's 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 the robot's name? I don't remember actually. Mini Moose if you count Mini Moose, which <laughs> you really can't speak. really count Mini Moose. <laughs> um the clone of the dad. Yeah. And that's like it. Yeah, that's, that's it. <laughs> it's the extent oh, and the tallest. Yeah, I mean, if you want to count, like, the tallest, so there's a spaceship, that's, that's too. Like, that's, like, eight people. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's um, it's it's impressive to me. I mentioned how great the characters and, like, character dynamics were in when I first talked about this. Yeah. And I really think that's, like, a testament, because there's, there's not very many characters. No, there's really not. But it's not. never boring, and it's, like, always funny. They just, they nailed down the comedic dynamics that really work, and they focus on them and just filter most of their jokes through those no because i was gonna say and i said this to you while we were watching it i was like it's very impressive because even in animated shows you very rarely see them just like nail every dynamic (laughs) of like a family dynamic right of characters that are all like funny and have very very distinct characters yeah um again 
for like another example, <laughs> like like The Simpsons is one of the few examples oh, I yeah. can think of of just the, all of the family dynamics just working extremely well for exactly. comedy. Yeah, even even something like Family Guy does not do that. No, very not consistently. as well. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, The Simpsons rocks at that, and that's very much in line with something like this. Where and I mean, The Simpsons does a lot of similar things where they can just do like a funny animated like gag and i'll be like yeah that, that rocks <laughs> but honestly I, lo- I love how much more like extreme and exaggerated everything is in this, <laughs> even compared to something pretty over the top like the simpsons this thing oh, is yeah. like this thing is going at a hundred miles per hour in terms of just making all of their bits performances and animation to the the extreme dude the cinematographer and the animators knew what they were doing every <laughs> every shot works it, like the perspective works i was about to say there's so much fun stuff with perspective perspective in here yeah um like even that shot um when gaz is walking up the stairs in the hazmat suit like at the very beginning i was like oh my gosh it's why so does funny. this shot look so sick and <laughs> what is going on dude the when Climbrain when they do the close-up shot with the tiny hand reaching up it's so funny <laughs> Uh, Sphia, what is your, what is your favorite, uh, what's your favorite character? I'm curious. Favorite character? I mean, I have to go with Zim, right? See, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't gonna go with Zim. All of, all of my favorite jokes mostly are through Zim. Zim is hilarious. He's so funny. Zim is really fun. <laughs> Though I have to say, I've seen some other clips and stuff from Zim, and, like, it's not that Zim isn't funny in this, he's hilarious in this, but I kind of want, like, more Zim. More I want, Zim. I want more narcissistic Zim. <laughs> he's, he's not hitting... He's not hitting like most powerful Zim moments that you, I have you seen. You want you want like epic Zim is what you want more of that. <laughs> Completely disillusioned Zim. <laughs> but no, Zim is good. Zim is great. I think I think honestly my favorite character, weirdly enough, is like Gaz. She's so funny. <laughs> she like, is really so, funny. Here. So funny and like the performance is great. <laughs> and that's just like I don't know. A character like that usually does not work for me. Right. In something like this. And yet she's consistently really great. Same with the dad. I thought the dad would right? be so annoying because I they present the him. I expected the dad to be so annoying. They present him as somebody who's, again, like gaslighting the son, <laughs> which I hate stuff like that. But they play it off like really well and in a funny way. They don't They don't dedicate too much time no, to it. No, they never dedicate too much time to it. It's and that's not like usually an annoying thing. Those kind of things annoying. And like he's he's a good dad, regardless of the fact that he doesn't believe that there are aliens and stuff. Like the moment with like the whole like I'm always proud of you thing. Like yeah, they do it. They do enough dedication to him that shows that he is actually like a good dad who cares about his son. He just goofily <laughs> does not believe in aliens. So quirky, Micah. Well, it play again, and it plays <laughs> that more as a joke on his part, yeah. not on like not as a drama beat. Exactly. Yeah. No. And, and it always it, it does a good job of selecting whether something should be a dramatic beat or a comedic beat and most of the time i think it nails it pretty well yeah i, I don't <laughs> good, know like good like, animated comedy <laughs> and dude like the dad physical comedy is so good every <laughs> it time it's really funny yeah <laughs> he, i hired none of you and he just <laughs> he blasts like like the biggest beam in the world. <laughs> if they if they would have had the number one fan favorite movie moment in the Oscars back then, that should have been it. <laughs> uh, what? Speaking of which, and I and I'm hesitant to ask this question because I know it's like you know what question I'm talking yeah. about, but it's kind of a it's, 
even more so than normal and we almost always say we always say we're always it like, it's a good oh, movie this is a hard movie to do this with <laughs> uh, but this even more so i think because of it's like very short runtime. yeah it's very fact, brief and the fact that it's like a very much like an animated comedy where it's just constantly doing jokes it's a hard question to ask yeah uh but what is your favorite scene or sequence i mean honestly <sighs> It's so tough, you know, because there's consistently really good. Yeah, jokes. it's it's consistently really really funny. I might go with um, the Zim stuff right after the invasion happens. That's really good. That <laughs> that entire sequence with the throne and everything and mini moose stuff. It's 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 all very funny. I like it a lot. See, I think <laughs> I think one of my favorite moments is just throughout the opening. I think mainly because I think that's when the, the opening animation, is really, the animation really looks like just just mind bogglingly good. I love everything. <laughs> Why did they make the it? Animation. They didn't have to make it look so good. Why the, did they make it look so good? All the work with silhouettes and perspective <laughs> and like the over dramatic stuff that goes on. And I mean, obviously, that's like probably technically the best part of the movie. It's but like... so it's so good. Like, dude, I was when we first turned this on. Not not this last time, like, but like the first time we turned it on, it started going. The hard with its animation and i was like what is happening what is going on um but yeah no it's it's crazy good but yeah that's definitely that's definitely one of my favorites obviously the the stuff with the throne is really fun (laughs) um i really like um a lot of the finale stuff yeah in terms of like the ham and the dad (laughs) and like it's just fun like everything about physics are so funny (laughs) remember this (laughs) like dude it they just knew what they were doing so well with this movie yeah it's just it's a group of animators who just knew how to make like a funny movie you know yeah, see, and I gave I gave it a four and a half because like solely because it just still fully hasn't like hit that moment. And and I've talked about this before. And I don't think my rating system is like definitive rating. Like, <laughs> I, I agree with the fact that all rating is extremely objective. Oh, it's it's extremely think, arbitrary. And I think and that's the way. I think yeah. that's the way it should be. Yeah, I think that's good. <laughs> um, and the way I usually end up doing like my four and a halfs to five is like my five stars just have this certain quality <laughs> that when I finish the movie, I'm like, yeah, that's yeah, a five star. That's movie. a five. Baby. And while this movie is absolutely fantastic, it just didn't have my personal quality of like, yeah, I'm going to give that five stars. Yeah. Because on paper, this thing works like a miracle. Mm-hmm. This thing is concise. It's beautiful. It's hilarious. I can't think of like a single joke that misses. Right. Um, the plot is fun. Like, like nothing about it is bad. No. Um, but it's not quite like a five for I me. I don't know. It just, it, it, it's not pushing its limits yeah I as think, much as i wish it was i, I think, think that's actually a decent criticism about it because there is something that while it's it's really fantastic it plays really well in the field it sets up i do think it <laughs> honestly could have like it could have gone more it, it could have gone been, further it could have yeah. been bigger it could have been funnier it could have just been more extreme which again like i said i've seen some clips of the show of just zem specifically mm-hmm. and like i don't know it's not that Zim wasn't really great in this again. <laughs> it's just like he's not at like he's not as like completely utterly like out there <laughs> disillusion going full like funny like because there was this line it was like uh, he was communicating with the tallest I'm pretty sure yeah. in the line that I saw, and uh, 
they were like telling him how he lost the war and like burned down the entire <laughs> fleet or something and he was like burned down or helped <laughs> and, and, it, and it's just like he's really really funny in what i've yeah. seen in the show um so i almost wish that they went even more over the top with him because he's just about like on par or just like you know just like there he's yeah. exactly what i expected from zim and that's really great yeah, I was about to say, like, I don't know. I mentioned that it doesn't go as far as it possibly could, and that's a really tall order from right. a movie like this. But, like, honestly, it's not yeah. that big see, of a deal see, for and, me. And comparing it again to something that we mentioned earlier, like Shrek 2, yeah. I do think Shrek 2 is almost, like, pushing its limits to the extreme. Oh, it is. Yeah. I give that five stars, <laughs> and I think Shrek 2, like, if it did any more, it might burst and break into being, like, the worst movie you've I ever seen. I was about seen. to say, it's a very <laughs> ambitious storyline and everything. There's a lot going on. <laughs> oh, but Shrek 2 works, so it's, it's a miracle. And it's a miracle to hit something like that with a comedy like this. I think there are very few very like tight simple small animated comedies that pull this off very well um we were actually talking about one earlier i think emperor's new groove is a very similar kind of just extremely yeah. tight extremely small comedy i think cloudy with the chance of meatballs is a really good modern example of yeah. that yeah it does a lot of the same things well as this does, you know. Man, the physical comedy in Cloudy with the Chance of Meatballs. That's one of the few movies that's 3D animated and pulls off physical comedy consistently extremely well. Right. It's kind of kind of similar to Hotel Transylvania. Yeah. That, and, ah, that movie rocks. Yeah, I wonder I wonder who's behind the animation for Cloudy with the Chance of Meatballs because yeah, like I don't know. Um I just forget how, I forgot how to pronounce his first name. Like, Who Gendy? Gindy. Gindy? Probably. I don't, I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> Gindy Tchaikovsky. Um, I mean, he has the background to, to yeah. you know why yeah. he's why he's animated. Like, his 3D animation movies still have really good uh, 2D feeling comedy because he has that 2D animation yeah. background. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I don't really know, like, I don't know who is behind the animation I've, department I've for never, Cloudy with the Chance I've of Meatballs. I've never looked up the animation department for Cloudy with the Chance of Meatballs, who it is. Um, but no, that is a good example. And man, yeah. animated comedies are really just like the coolest. I think, exactly. I think it's one of the best uses of animation. And I know a lot of people are like, uh, silly kids movies Those silly kids, kids movies. But no, you're wrong. You're stupid. Um, <laughs> because these movies are amazing. And it's one of the best uses of just how extreme animation can get. It plays, especially this movie, plays with animation to its fullest to just be consistently mm -hmm. funny, like just visually all the time. Yeah. So like even when there's not even a joke hitting, like it's just funny. <laughs> I was and about to say, great. when there's not a joke like inherent in the screenplay, you can just make a, like a visual joke that's even funnier, you know? Like it's, it's <laughs> so cool. It's so much fun. I don't know. Do you have another question? Um... Not particularly, but I did want to point out how hilarious the head size on TV gag is. <laughs> they didn't have to do it, but they did it. <laughs> Dim's head, man. <laughs> the, man. There are so many good, like, just one-off bits <laughs> like that, man. It's so right. great. Shout out, shout out to the ham gag, too. The ham it's gag fun. is great. It's, like, out of nowhere, and it's just, like, it's just there, and it's just good. Um, Seems like something I would do. <laughs> um yeah i don't know like again this is another movie that i feel like there's not too much to talk about even yeah. more so than again most of the movies that we say mm -hmm. that for because we again we say that pretty consistently yeah whenever movies, whenever we talk about a good movie yeah whenever we talk about a good movie <laughs> because it's a little bit more difficult to 
to deep dive in the way we normally talk about movies. I'm not nearly knowledgeable enough to talk intelligently about the good stuff here. I usually just pick <laughs> out the bad stuff. Um, <laughs> so, like, with a movie like this, especially like this, it's like 70-something minutes. Yeah. It's <laughs> super simple, super concise, and what works works really, it's really well. Man. Um, <laughs> it's good stuff. It's it's great. I can't yeah. I can't I can't recommend it enough. Go go check out Invader Zim. Yeah, I was about to say whether you like uh, Invader Zim or not, you know, I I would definitely recommend this. Yeah. Um, do we do you have any other questions or anything to to kind of any any last thoughts? Cause um, I, I don't know. Uh, we already we already asked what our favorite character was. I was going to mention that, but <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I guess general thoughts on the cinematography and everything. Like we mentioned how great it is, but any any particular aspect of it you want to highlight? Um, I love it. Again, I love its use of framing and lighting. I think it uses it almost always to really dramatic yeah. and funny effect. <laughs> um, from, I was going to mention how great the lighting was. From like the flaming peanuts <laughs> bit um, to like the silhouette dib from the beginning. I love silhouette dib. It's, it's so funny. <laughs> that's such a good bit. <laughs> um, like, the lighting is consistently one of the coolest things going on. Yeah. And pairing that with, again, the cinematography, which is going absolutely bonkers with perspective. It has such a master, like, a master hold on how to use its visuals for yeah. comedic timing and stuff like that. It's it's so good. Oh, and I do, and I do want to, I do want to harp on this again because it's, it's absolutely fantastic. Uh, the vocal performances. I know we mm, mentioned that briefly, yeah. but like every vocal performance out of this <laughs> is going like insanely hard. It's so. There good. are so many great, like specific line performances from every character. Right. Um. Like, like, the, like the dad even has like these super out of like, like the not scientifically not possible. Scientifically that possible. is one of the funniest jokes in the entire it's thing. So funny. He like, oh he like zips across the entire <laughs> arena and like it, it's so good um and, and that's just every character that's mm-hmm. every performance and right. all of them blend together again like you said on a sound it's level a great ensemble very man. well all of their performances are the same kind that's of the goofy. sign of a well-directed animated movie if, if you get the vocal performances blending like that that's good direction right there. <laughs> and like and like Zim alone as a character, his his voice and his character, his vocal performance as a character <laughs> is so good it's and so, so funny, well dude. defined that like seeing just this, just the movie twice, I could already do like a pretty darn good parody of Zim because that's just how like well defined iconic, and good and yeah, iconic his performance and character is. Yeah. Man. I, we need to watch the show. It's really the lesson here. It's on, it's on Paramount Plus, Robbie. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> the worst of the streaming services right next to Peacock. I was about to say, I don't know if it's worse than Peacock, but <laughs> it is pretty bad. It's pretty bad. <laughs> Peacock and it are like the, the bottom tier. At least Peacock has uh, Columbo, you know. That's true. Peacock has Columbo, but Paramount has <laughs> the Scream movies. Okay. It, it balances. <laughs> as long as they have one good thing. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, just, there, there's not really anything else I wanted to mention other than, you know, go watch the movie. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to, I don't want to be like super short or anything, but I mean, we do, yeah. I feel like there's not too much else to talk about because the elements, what are the elements of this movie? It's screenplay, which we've talked about. Great. It's absolutely fantastic. It's super concise. Mm-hmm. It's simple. It's well-rounded. Very engaging. It, it hits all of its beats. It keeps it like it switches up a lot. Mm-hmm. It never gives too much time to like being like, oh, 
now we're going to do this. Mm-hmm. Now our heroes are in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. It just goes. It yeah. goes and goes and goes. And that's so good for this movie. Mm-hmm. We've got the, the performances outstanding. The animation, cinematography, mm. <laughs> animated lighting, all of it is fantastic. Right. The the comedy is consistently amazing. <laughs> Always funny. Again, I like even even in something like The Simpsons or not so much Shrek 2. I can't think of a joke that <laughs> really misses in Shrek, two. in Shrek 2. But like <laughs> the, I can't think of a single dud joke in this movie. Yeah. No, they're all it's so good. <laughs> so I, I just like I don't My goodness, I don't man. know what just I don't know what more to say. Exactly. It's, it's fantastic. There I could I could harp on like different bits like the bit <laughs> when when they rip open the wall and the the stupid neighbors are there. <laughs> or or good. the little robot, I forget his name, but like he's yeah. hilarious. I love his vocal performance consistently and he's just so much fun to watch. Right? The little phase two montage. <laughs> the phase two montage is really good. The little puppy clown figure. like Oh my gosh. <laughs> I forgot about the puppy clown figurine. That's like one of the funniest shots in the movie. <laughs> Minnie Moose's character design alone is enough to get me to love this. Dude, anime opening uh, Minnie Moose. Anime it's opening pretty funny. Minnie Moose is so buff. <laughs> so buff. Dude, there's a sequence. there's a sequence where they do the whole... And by the way, every good animated movie does this. <laughs> they do the whole switching animation style. Switching animation. We mediums. have a claymation. We have a dog. Live action dog. We have we have the one of my favorite things. They had the uh, storyboards. storyboards. Yeah. I love storyboards and layouts <laughs> as as like the animation. <laughs> they do it all in this movie, and they do it in like seventy one minutes. It's so good, man. It's it's everything I could want out of an animated comedy. So yeah. I love it. Man. Shout out shout out to Invader Zim <laughs> and through the Florpus. What one of the biggest surprises I've gotten out of a Netflix original. See, I don't I wasn't surprised. Again, I had heard really great things. <laughs> yeah, from no, this. I had heard great things, but I, I don't know. I was I, I curbed my enthusiasm about this movie. He curbed his enthusiasm. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? It I don't want to get my hopes up. I've never seen the show. I'm not I'm not going to get too excited for the movie before I because I didn't know anything about Invader Zim at all. Like, I didn't even know the basic premise of it. But But yeah, no, it was it was amazing. I loved it. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, um, it's. Four out of five. Four out of five. Go, go check it out, man. Go watch if you have, you have Netflix, if you got a Netflix subscription. You, you go have watch no it. reason not to watch this. It's seventy-one right. minutes. Turn it on sometime. <laughs> exactly. That's like that's like two episodes of a television show, <laughs> or like one episode and twenty minutes of a television show, depending on your television shows. You can do it. There you go. If you can sit through one episode of Stranger Things in the new season, you can watch this movie. <laughs> yes. Now go watch this movie. Do yes. it. All right. Uh, Let's get into the, the next the other segment. Stuff. The other stuff. The what we watched. The creme de la creme. The creme de the, la creme. The piece de resistance. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so for those of you who do not know or are new to the podcast or have never listened this far before, because this is a shorter episode. It is a shorter episode. Uh, the what we watched segment is just a brief little thing on the end where we go over all the other movies we've watched since our last episode. We give our rating couple brief little thoughts. It's yes. not too fancy, not too long. We just like talking about movies. We like the movies. <laughs> uh, so we're starting on the 18th. 
after we watched Legend, which we did the episode on Legend. immediately after we watched it. You can go check that out. Indeed. Um, and yeah, we're picking up. Uh, I watched. I watched some stuff on the 18th. Wow. So, okay. Uh, <laughs> I only watched one thing on the 18th. So. Also on the 18th, I watched Scooby Doo and the Monster of Mexico. Monster of Mexico. Monster of was it, Mexico. Was it the Chupacabra? It was the Chupacabra. Oh. <laughs> but <laughs> I didn't expect that, that actually, to be right. Actually, plays under one of my criticisms <laughs> of the movie. Uh, this movie is not that great. I really wish uh, I really wish the Scooby-Doo gang uh, would stop doing mysteries in other countries. And I know that sounds terrible, but the writing team uh, consistently does not do so great with the other countries. They do not know what to do. Because <laughs> uh, this is like the least Mexican movie set in Mexico like ever. Like, like other American movies set in Mexico, you may think, oh, this is very non-Mexican. This is the most not Mexican Mexican movie, like set in Mexico movie ever. And it feels like they're actively making fun of like different Mexican no, things at points. Oh no. Like like with Day of like with Day of the Dead, they're like, it's just like Halloween, but like weird. Oh no. And like they're Oh no. And like with the Chupacabra, they consistently they never call him Chupacabra because really? they're like Velma at one point it's like it's like it's like mexico's bigfoot oh my and then gosh. they just consistently call him like bigfoot and they're like and they're like no. no that's not what the chupacabra is oh my god so it's just stuff like that this one isn't like egregiously awful and like in your face like samurai sword is but it's still not great <laughs> and i don't like it not ideal and it's also all about tourism mm. and all about how like this one guy like really wants mexico to only be tourists like like one of the one of the main like from mexico guys is like we need the tourists wow so it's weird uh, weird movie i gave it a two and a half it's not my thing not not great <laughs> i've been watching through all the scooby-doo movies if you if you didn't know indeed uh, so the, it was it was a, a necessary watch to get through everything <laughs> necessary evil uh, but also on the 18th i watched scooby-doo and the legend of the vampire which for the longest time I thought was the same thing as the music of the vampire. <laughs> Very which, different. Which I have seen. <laughs> and what's interesting about the legend of the vampire is it's about a music competition. <laughs> <laughs> Ironic. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Scooby-Doo and the legend of the vampire set in Australia at a music co competition in the middle of the outback. Uh, it sounds completely unhinged, and it kind of is, but it's pretty darn fun. Cool. It's not the greatest thing in the world. The Hex Girls come back, and they're like the coolest thing that have ever happened to the series. <laughs> Unfortunately, they're really underused in this movie. Uh, go check out uh, The Witch's Ghost instead. I will have uh, to. <laughs> but still very fun. I give it a 3 out of 5. Nice. Then on the 18th, <laughs> on the, on the 18th I, a quick shout out. I watched uh, Hannibal Burris's uh, stand-up special Animal Furnace, and it was pretty good. I had listened to it like uh, two or three times before, and the joke's still funny. Still, who'd funny. have thought it? Uh, oddly, like weird note, the each like bit was segmented. Like they would fade to black, or actually it would cut to black for like three seconds, and then it would cut back in <laughs> to the next segment. I'm like, what's going on here? <laughs> what, but yeah, it was still funny. I liked it. Uh, I gave it a three and a half. Gave it a three and a half. If you can even believe it. Uh, then on the 19th, uh, I rewatched uh, Blood Simple Blood and Simple. watched it with Robbie. Very first time. Very My first, first time. time he had seen it. I uh, do love Mia Coen Brothers. Coen movie. Brothers' first movie. 
Yeah. Uh, Their I, debut, baby. I, I really love it. It's a very very much my kind of a movie. Yeah, it is. <laughs> looks great. It's, it looks so good. The lighting is fantastic. The performances are really fun. The script is good. I talked about it last time. It's just yeah. it's just a really good movie. I mean, I would tend to agree. It's pretty much just proto No Country for Old Men, which is one of the greatest <laughs> movies of like the century, probably. Dude, it really, is. Like, it even <laughs> opens up with like the pa- like the panning shots of like the countryside while guy narrates about like being old and in Texas or something. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's like proto No Country for Old Men, and that means it absolutely balls. You know, <laughs> it's g- great movie. Movies like Blood Simple will never be balling. <laughs> never be balling <laughs> it's funny but yeah lighting fantastic good performances uh great control of tone uh pacing everything it's uh, the coen brothers are really good filmmakers they're, is my hot they're, take. they're great i gave it a four and a half i also gave it a four and a half uh, then on the 20th... Well, on the 19th, on the 19th, I watched I, uh, uh, I Know What You Did Last Summer for the very well, first time. He knows what I did I, last now summer. Now I know what they did last summer. Uh, Scary. Th- they killed a man in cold blood. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, it was a good movie, you know? Um, great ensemble cast, uh, really solid horror direction. I, I liked it. I don't know why it had such a uh, kind of lukewarm-ish reception. And it still has, for some reason, I don't know. I, I gave it a four out of five. I thought it was fun. <laughs> cool. Uh, then on the 20th, I watched Wes Craven Presents They. <laughs> they, uh, baby. Which I have no reason why Wes... <laughs> like, I can't find any reason why Wes Craven's name is attached to this, since I can find him nowhere in any maybe, credits Maybe he, like, financed it, but didn't want to be credited as a producer, maybe? <laughs> uh, but I can imagine why he wouldn't want to be involved. <laughs> because it's terrible. <laughs> Ouch. Um, it's really, really boring. Very forgettable. I honestly kind of forget what it's even about. I'm trying to read the description. <laughs> Oh no! Uh, Not, you can't forget the plot of a movie that quickly. Her child, student <laughs> of psychology. <laughs> oh yeah, this is the weird alien one. What? Yeah, absolutely whacked out. It's stuff. an alien movie. It's really not that great. The, the the like nothing about it is interesting. The performances are actively bad. Some oh, like most no. of the time, like this is just not. It's not the move. It's yeah. yeah I already I had already <laughs> forgot what it was about, but it, but it did allow me to make the joke uh, with they the they slash them coming out. I had yeah. to watch the first one. <laughs> I'm looking forward to they slash them. Uh, I gave it two stars. <laughs> nice. On the twenty first, I watched The Conjuring for the first the time. The Conjuring. <laughs> uh, James Wan. James Wan, Shout baby. Out to James Wan, friend of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Wilson. <laughs> Uh, weird movie. Weird movie. Um, I've never seen it. It was. <laughs> it's honestly though the best kind of this kind of horror movie that I've seen. Have not seen cool. too many of these kind of horror movies. I really want to see something like Poltergeist. Yeah. And stuff like I that. Can't wait to see Poltergeist. Um, <laughs> but I've most of the movies that I've seen like this have been really really awful. This was pretty darn good, but it's still not really my scene. I just am not a big fan of this kind of supernatural horror. It doesn't really tickle my fancy. <laughs> the Conjuring does not tickle Micah's fancy, apparently. It's not that scary to me, you know? Aww. I was talking with Haley Aww. about this, and she was like, she was like, how is it not scary? And I'm like, dude, like, what's happened? Like, nobody dies. Nobody, nothing happens. Nothing it's happens. just like, ooh, spooky ghost demons nice who cares i mean Dang, bro. it's still really good again like this is probably <laughs> the most energetic and alive feeling i've ever seen with one of these movies it felt like the filmmakers and writers and actors actually cared about what was going on <laughs> yay which is rare for these kind of movies so i gave it a four out of five nice 
Then on the twenty second, what did we what did we tune into, Rabbi? Uh, we watched the Care Bears movie for the very first time. So yeah, you can't even I, believe it. This was this was prompted by a, by a phone call I had with my girlfriend, in which she was trying to explain care bear lore because i had no idea what the heck she was talking about when she said tummy powers the care bear stare micah um and then my mom was like what you've never seen care bears and i'm like mom you're the one who would have showed me care bear i was about to say we are out of the age range that we would just like automatically discover care bears uh so she turned on the 1985 care bear movie yes um and we watched it. We watched it. It was fun. It was fun. I, I enjoyed it. It's basically, it's Dragon Ball Z, but with teddy bears. It really is. Like, it's it's a kid, it's kid Dragon Ball Z with teddy bears. That's basically all it is. The animation looks so similar to Dragon Ball Z and so many of, like, the weird moments and stuff Dude. like that. Like, all the, all the Care Bear powers seem like such Dragon Ball things. And, like, you could, you could make Dragon Ball Z part of this universe without even trying hard. Yeah good movie i liked it uh i gave it a three and a half i also gave it a three and a half whoa the animation is very nice yeah a pleasant uh, film then on the 22nd yes. <laughs> yeah i was about to say i watched a bunch of things on the 22nd i was about to say you watched something in between um i watched for the very first time on the 22nd uh wes anderson's the grand budapest hotel uh you might have heard of it <laughs> nope nobody's ever nobody's heard of ever it, heard very very lost <laughs> hidden movie hidden gem grand budapest hotel you might have heard of it before <laughs> um yeah very good uh this is this marks my halfway point of me getting through all of wes anderson's feature films and i very much enjoyed it um it's it's such a such a cool little movie i don't know it's it's it kind of reminds me of the french dispatch in the way it kind of feels like an ode to something rather than just like a straight up movie which i think all of the best wes anderson movies are like love letters to very specific things you know which i mean isle of dogs is that way too um but yeah grand budapest hotel loved the sets uh love the production design you know um i love the scale models the matte paintings uh the performances the direction the screenplay it's all good it's a great movie <laughs> Um, not my favorite Wes Anderson movie, but close. It's up there. <laughs> I gave it a five out of five. Loved it. <laughs> who who would have thought? <laughs> who would have thought it? <laughs> and then also on the 22nd, we headed out to our local dinner theater that is not local <laughs> or our nearest dinner theater. And <laughs> we watched, we went to a dinner theater <laughs> and watched Marcel the Shell with Shoes On. Heck yeah, baby. I was, I was very curious about this. Yeah. Uh, it looked, it looked very interesting from the trailers. Yes, indeed. And I'd heard great things about it. Yeah. Uh, so I was very excited to tune in to Marcel the Shell and it, and it kind of blew me away. It was, this was, this was the real supply, <laughs> surprise review. You were like, oh, Invader Zim, what a surprise. What a that surprise. That was not a surprise. This was, this was the surprise. You were not expecting Marcel to be a stone cold masterpiece. I was not expecting Marcel to be a stone cold masterpiece, <laughs> but it very much is. Uh, again, this is yeah, very much great. a, this is very much a me kind of a movie. No, it is. Uh, so I kind of, I kind of loved it. I laughed. I cried. Uh, a really impressive production, honestly. Dude, it's so it looks so stop good. motion the documentary stop motion kind is of thing. Insane. That's crazy, man. It's, it's world building is really really great. It, oh yeah. It never it never like it's very slow and contemplative, but it never drops off from being like interesting. It's always exploring some new element. It's always adding on to its themes in a really unique and fun and sweet way. Yeah. Um, absolutely. 
it's just so good. Go watch Marcel the Go Shell. Go watch Marcel the Shell. I can't recommend it enough, man. Like seriously, <laughs> guys. This and this is this is when you can take your take your kids to it. Take your kids to it. I don't. I don't. I'm not taking my kids to it. I, would, I, would, I don't know. Why? I don't. I don't have kids. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> but if you have children, go go watch Marcel the Shell. Go watch with Marcel shoes on. the Shell with shoes on. Nathan Fielder makes a cameo. Nathan Fielder's cameo in this is so good. <laughs> <laughs> like genuinely, I, I loved the ending of this movie so much. Yeah. No. Um, I mean, it's it it sets an unreasonably high standard for quote kids movies. You know. <laughs> I gave it a five out of five. I give it a four and a half out of five. Zen on Great the stuff, man. 23rd the 23rd baby Robbie you got you got a, you got a lot of movies I watched I a lot watch. of movies man um <laughs> I watched away. uh Twister for the very first time on the 23rd which big motivator for watching Twister um in the movie Greener Grass uh, during one of the scenes they turn on Twister and I was like oh well I can't watch Greener Grass without the full context <laughs> of Twister so now that I've seen Twister I can watch Greener Grass again is really is really the takeaway <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Twister, it's really cheesy, it's fun, it feels, like, oddly iconic, I don't know why. <laughs> like, it, it feels like Universal should have a ride with Twister, and they did for a while, so I guess it makes sense. Um, but yeah, cool movie, uh, I liked the CGI floating cows, I liked Philip Seymour Hoffman, um, it was fun, I liked it. And nice. I gave it a 4 out of 5. And also on the 23rd, I watched uh, Zombieland for the very first Zombieland. time. Zombieland. Zombieland. Um, late 2000s comedy starring Jesse Eisenberg. Uh, it's exactly what I, I expected. Actually, a little better than what I expected. But, you know, <laughs> I, I haven't been a big fan of Jesse Eisenberg what? in the past. Like, I don't know. He's, he's like, funny. He gets bad roles. That's he all. Get, yeah, no, he gets really bad roles. <laughs> he's, he's acted, he's gotten so many bad roles, but I love Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> but, yeah, no, he's he's really funny in this. It's a really good ensemble. Um, I wish the character writing had a bit more depth to it, but that's honestly my biggest complaint with this movie. It's, it's so much fun. There's a lot of really fun concepts. Um, it builds its stakes really well. It's just a really good comedy. It's been a while since I'd seen like a good like 2000s comedy, and this is one of them. I liked it. Actually, it hadn't been that long. Well, <laughs> because you just watched The Other Woman or whatever. Oh, yeah, The Other One. That was really good, yeah. Really good 2000s comedy. <laughs> but yeah, um, I gave it a 4 out of 5. Fun movie. Nice. I liked it a lot. Then on the 23rd, together again, <laughs> we watched... MI3, and by the way, the 23rd was should... Philip Seymour Hoffman's uh, birthday. Yeah, absolutely. So it we was. wanted to we wanted to watch some Philip Seymour Hoffman some, movies, some Hoffman films. And guess what? Guess what? <laughs> He's probably the greatest uh, Mission Impossible villain. Out um, there. yeah, he is. <laughs> there's not there's not much competition. As about to say, the biggest competition <laughs> is Fallout, and yeah. even then, like even then. Philip Seymour Hoffman has such good presence. Oh my goodness, he is, he's just. <laughs> He's he's one of the best actors like I've ever seen, and I've seen a lot of movies now. <laughs> Philip Seymour Hoffman is insane. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, Mission, Mission Impossible Three. We did a whole episode on it. Yeah. If, if anything, it has gotten better in my eyes since then. So. It's so good. <laughs> it's, it's it's so. Good. It looks great. I wish I wish the Mission Impossible movies still looked like this. <laughs> right. Um, Dude, a, 
It's a blockbuster with a bunch of color that doesn't look like actual garbage. <laughs> I w- I, it's not my favorite Mission Impossible movie. A lot of the set pieces actually don't really work that well mm. for me. I don't, I'm not I super consistently engaged it. in its action. I like it a lot. Um, I, I'm a lot more engaged in, than you are, I think. <laughs> but I think the story is really fun. I think the framing of the story is mm. absolutely outstanding. The stakes mm. are probably the highest feeling that they ever feel in oh, the yeah. entire Mission absolutely. Impossible series. It's got such good urgency. Um <laughs> It's a very, very cool movie. I mean, it, it's really a testament that Fallout, like, barely tops this one for me, <laughs> I, you know? And Fallout's, like, one of the best action movies of the decade. It's it's so good. I gave it a 4 out of 5. I gave it a 5 out of 5. It's, it's star good difference. stuff, man. Then on the 23rd as well, we watched Capote. Capote. Um, Weird movie. Starring, again, Philip Seymour Philip Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman. We'd never uh, seen this one before. We'd never seen it. Based on, based on the true, the, the real man, Capote. But biopics um, are so strange. Biopics are so They're such weird. a weird sect of movies, <laughs> you know? Um, <laughs> but this was good. Philip G. Moore Hoffman's performance deserved I, the Oscar. It is goodness, outstanding. Man. I don't understand how he <laughs> I don't understand how he did this. Somebody somebody put that they kind of forgot that it was Philip Seymour Hoffman by the end of the movie, and you really do. Right? I was not expecting the voice because I forgot that Capote talked like that, even though <laughs> Well, I honestly didn't like. I had seen a movie actually with Capote in it. Yeah. Um, and I just didn't like. I I didn't really know that. <laughs> yeah. Was him. Yeah. Like I you never didn't, made that didn't connection. Didn't put that together. Yeah. But uh, it's insane to hear Philip Seymour Hoffman talk like this for so long. He lost a bunch of weight for the movie too. Like he like he just becomes goodness, a man. completely different person in this <laughs> because he is an insanely. I mean, that's good really actor. that's really like one of the biggest highlights of this entire production. I mean, I think the cinematography and editing and direction are all great yes. here as well. Like. Like, you can't praise those enough. It's a really technically sound movie. Um, but I just wish its screenplay was a bit more interesting and changed its stakes up a bit more. Yeah, it really, unfortunately, <laughs> it gets it very really, it really the loses me in a lot of the middle. It's yeah. very dry, and it feels like it's giving you not much, even though Capote is a really interesting character. It's a very interesting and character. Like, <laughs> interesting stuff is happening. I don't know how. I don't know how they ended up making this as, like, honestly kind of boring in the middle as yeah. it is it, it gets very monotonous in the middle which but, is which is sad but yeah. uh still very very good very solid um, i liked it philip seymour hoffman again insane with this yes yeah. uh, <laughs> I, I gave it a three one. and a half i gave it a four out of five good stuff then on the 24th i watched the reef the reef the beginning of the beginning of shark Week. i was playing mario kart while you were while you were watching the reef probably like a... probably a better life choice <laughs> it's a, a indie australian movie Ooh. in which they shot real sharks as their sharks nice um and they, that sounds cool <laughs> it, it does sound cool <laughs> But it, it's just one of those movies. Like, it's there's nothing aggressively awful about The Reef, but it's one of those movies that just never does anything interesting at all. Ah, like, it's just exactly, nah. like, it's <laughs> like, oh, no, the ship, it's, it's stuck. Uh, they're stranded. Oh, I bet <laughs> it's, there's it's sharks It's just exactly what water. you'd expect. Oh, there's sharks. Oh, they gotta, <laughs> like, the entire movie, 90% of the movie is just them trying to swim back to an island oh. that they can't see. And, like, it's just that. Like, it's just them being like, I mean, oh, that, that's not a bad oh, no. premise inherently, but, like... Char- none of the characters are solid enough uh, to make it anything interesting. They give almost no, like, time uh, to build or develop any of the characters. So, like, it's not bad. And, again, the sharks are cool. It's really cool because the sharks look amazing because it's the real sharks. <laughs> um, and the way they shot it, like, on a technical level in order to get the real sharks to work how they did mm-hmm. is really neat. 
though. It uh, it is sad though because like it's an R-rated shark movie where there's like zero gore, which <laughs> yeah. is sad. But they had to do that from the way they were shooting the movie. They couldn't have the shark actually be ripping people apart because they didn't have sharks actually ripping people apart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, also based on a true story. Weird. Weird. That's weird. It is weird. <laughs> um, but no, it's just so unengaging and uninteresting for what it is. But it's not aggressively bad. All right. Uh, I gave it two stars though, just because it was. I would never turn it on again. I would never. <laughs> I would never want to watch it again. Fair enough. Also, on the twenty fourth, <laughs> just yesterday. Just yesterday, if you can even believe that. We watched, as we mentioned earlier, the Bob's Burgers movie. The Bob's Burgers movie. Again, never seen any of the show, <sighs> but it was a Oof. fun movie. That yawn was not directed at the movie. It's quite engaging. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like honestly, this is like the most aggressively like fun movie I've yeah. seen. Like, it's there's just nothing. Fun. There's nothing great about it. There's nothing fantastic about it. There's hey. nothing terrible about it. It's fun. Yeah, no, it's it's a good time. H. I, John I, Benjamin is the greatest voice actor of all time of our generation. Micah, he's so good. Um, never like it, it feels very similar to regular shows movie. Um, yeah, and the fact that it just feels like feels like a long much just an episode feels like a like long it, episode it, feels of a TV like show. it doesn't yeah. do anything to justify the fact that it's a movie no um but no you know like it's it's fun fun movie i liked it uh, i gave it a four out of five i gave it a three and a half nice and then we watched invader zim and that is what we watched that's what we watched that's everything you now you now have a complete understanding of how our week was you, you know everything <laughs> we didn't do anything else but <laughs> sit around and watch else. movies it's kind of kind of unhealthy, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> we're t- we live a terrible lifestyle. <laughs> uh, but anyway, guys, thanks for uh, tuning in to yeah. the end of the episode, and uh, we'll catch you in the next one. Hopefully, maybe we'll, we'll have watched Nope by then. So I was about to say, about- fingers crossed that we're going to watch Nope soon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll catch you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.